baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hey, Christine. Oh, you're awesome, and you're famous. And every time <laughs> I listen to you before I come on, you trigger this, and in a very good way, you trigger these adorable memories. When you use the word brazen, which I have really not heard since high school, <laughs> it reminded me of what the nuns used to say. They'd say, you are a bold, brazen article. <laughs> Basically, I was like, uh-oh, that meant detention yes. was coming. But brazen <laughs> is one of the best. It's one of those words we should be using more often. It yes. just has such, you know, gravitas and and for those of us of a certain vintage, it, it strikes terror into the heart when you're called brazen. <laughs> the nuns. Or in this case, I was because I was reading, I think it was one of the police reports. And so it must be somebody from like what you're talking about who actually had nuns as educators <laughs> and had written that. Right. And they wrote a brazen armed robbery, you know, in Philadelphia. So exactly. And I will tell you, I will tell you, Don, that while there may be people, brazen people who will go mano a mano with law enforcement, there is no one who ever went to Catholic school that will go mano a mano with a nun. They know better. They know better not to do that. So true. So how are you doing after, you know, it was a rough one week ago. It was uh, it was rough. And uh, so give me your thoughts, if you would. Let's open up with that. Your thoughts on the. the election locally and statewide and, you know, what what Republicans and conservatives are feeling in the wake of what happened last week? Well, uh, yeah, it was it was um, I mean, I don't I don't necessarily think the word devastating is accurate, um, but it was incredibly demoralizing to wake up on Wednesday morning and see that there were really, truly good, qualified um public servants, people who really wanted to contribute to our communities that had been blocked out. It was devastating that um, the the Working Families Party was able to snatch up the two at-large seats that were uh, up for grabs because I, you know, I I happen to know Drew Murray, one of the Republican candidates personally, and he is just such an amazing human being. He contributed, he, he continues to contribute to his own neighborhood. Uh, you know, two days after the election, he's there organizing an event for his neighborhood. And so I think, you know, um, I, I was expecting there to at least be some GOP presence on city council. Call me crazy. Call me a cockeyed optimist over here. But I really did think that that quality of a, of a, of a, of a candidate would have been able to sort of cancel out all of the negativity and the Democrats' huge, overwhelming advantage in registration. It was not to be, and I, um, you know, and we also see that even the Inquirer has no poll in the city because the Inquirer actually had um, endorsed Drew Murray, and they unfortunately had absolutely no sway with the voters in the city. Um, I was really terribly demoralized and disappointed that Carolyn Carluccio lost. Um, yes. I've loved the interviews that you've had with her. On, I've, I've 
you know, I'm, I devour your podcast and I was really targeting the ones where you were having candidates on and the ones that you had with Carolyn were just so good and really explained what she was all about and what she was all about was being a judge. Whereas her opponent um, was all about being uh, sort of pandering to whatever special interest group had the most money and was not to me now Justice McCaffrey did not represent the bar and did not represent the legal community well at all. He again was pandering to Planned Parenthood. He was uh, pandering to a lot of these far, far left wing organizations and completely misrepresented not only Carolyn Carluccio as a human being, but misrepresented what a judge should be and a judge should do, particularly a judge on the highest court in the Commonwealth. Uh, as a lawyer, as, as a person who knows Carolyn Carluccio and liked her a lot, I was saddened personally. As an attorney who has to appear before judges and knows what they are supposed to do, I was offended that this man is now going to be sitting on the highest court. So that was the race that really angered me. And to segue brief, you know, into the column that I had in uh, the, both the Delco Times and Broad and Liberty picked it up, the column was about the issue of abortion and how that was handled uh, in this election. Abortion really was the litmus test for a lot of these candidates, and sadly, a lot of people voted against Republican candidates because they perceived that these candidates were either pro-life or they were going to take actions that were going to ban abortion, um, and that upset me. But what upset me more, and this has set me against a lot of my conservative friends, sadly, what upset me more was the reaction of so many in the GOP, which was, okay, we have to back off of the abortion issue. We have to be quiet. We have to be more circumspect. We can't um, be full-throated in our support for um, the respect for the unborn, sanctity of the unborn. And I said, you know, Waving that white flag of surrender is not the way to be a party of values. You, as I, as I, the last line in my column was, and this was in reference to the Ohio referendum where they actually now included a right to abortion up to the moment of birth in their constitution. I said at the end, I said, what profit a man to win Ohio but lose his soul, you know, referencing mm -hmm. St. Mark yes. and the Gospels. And to me, I understand pragmatically where a lot of people who who consider themselves political animals and, you know, they, they really care about getting Republicans in positions of authority and what have you. I, I get what they're saying. I understand that. I respect them as people, but I vehemently disagree that the way to go about this is to simply back away from the abortion issue, because then what you're going to have is you're going to have two parties that are basically saying unborn life really isn't all that important. And the people who are saying to me, well, we need to get these conservatives in positions of authority, Christine, and then they'll legislate for us. We had so many so-called pro-life presidents, 
and it took Donald Trump to get justices on the Supreme Court who were able to actually look at Roe and say, this is not good law and overturn it. We have had so many so-called pro-life legislators who run as pro-life legislators during their campaigns. And then once they get into office, they do nothing. They do, essentially, it's a lot of, you know, glad handing and great words, and we get nothing. So I am in a minority. I understand that. I I was on with Pat Callahan over the weekend, and I said that. I said, Pat, I understand. I am probably not the voice of the Republican Party, and I am not the kind of person who is going to win you an election, but it just seems to me to 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 really to just sort of give up on your values so you can win elections and then you win an election and then you're going to do nothing and you're just going to be there. And then I do respect, however, the Republicans who say to me, honestly, abortion is not my issue. I don't care about abortion. I just want to win elections. That's fine. If you say that to me, we can have a debate. And I can say, well, I think abortion is extremely important. The Republicans that I don't like and I don't trust are the ones who say, well, I'm pro-life, but you've got to get us into office and then we'll do stuff because they never do it. Right. They never do it. So that was my, my take on that particular Yes. aspect of the election. It's a great article in Broad and Liberty, as always, beautifully written. And then the picture, too, beside your headline with a, you know, an adult, like, a you know, adult hand, mommy's hand with the baby's hand, because you think of a baby's yeah. little fingers. I, I would just say this as far as that issue. I always say to, to, fr- to friends, um, especially girlfriends, and I'll say, you know, maybe we disagree because of our, our faith on something, but we're Americans course we're all pro-life yeah and and we define ourselves and divide ourselves by these slogans but but what does it really mean and so ultimately i think for republicans my attitude christine is we have to get beyond that and Mm -hmm. say first of all first and foremost look at planned parenthood look at how much money they where do they get all this money first of all i mean my goodness per year it's 45 Mm -hmm. 50 million dollars that they and they donated. bought themselves a Supreme Court right. justice. Yeah. They bought themselves Dan McCaffrey yeah. is what they essentially did. And so you think about the money that they, they pump. And so it's that be, that really leads me as I follow the money. It's not about women. It's not about women's rights. Right. It's really because, you know, I have I do. I have friends even from high school who deeply regret that they had that procedure. But it was old in college and even early on working in my working life, career life. And I've, you know, one friend, I mean, she cries about it. it. It's, she deeply wishes she, but she felt she wishes and regrets that she chose in air quotes that procedure, but she didn't feel like it was a choice. Yeah. And sure. a lot of people paint this as, oh, this is like a spa day. It's not a spa day. And, and that's another piece of it. We don't really have the real conversation about the fact that in especially in a tough economy, there are couples actually looking at that option because they feel they have no other option. So we have to think about the fundraising aspect and that ultimately we're all getting pimped and divided over career politicians on both sides, Christine, who Absolutely. want to raise money. And they raise a ton of money and for their career politician career. You know what I mean? This yeah, is what they yeah. do. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. 
Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world, screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops, or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Well, you know, that's so true what you just said, Don. Democrats do not care about women's rights. They make a, you know, they plant their flag on on the the hill of reproductive rights that we really care about women. Um, and they don't because what what if you if you go to a Planned Parenthood clinic, uh, you know they make the big deal about oh well, they do mammograms they do no they don't they they send you out they refer you where you can get mammograms done but they don't do mammograms at Planned Parenthood clinics what they do at Planned Parenthood clinics is they do abortions and they also give you information about getting an abortion they don't refer you out to they never counsel you on well if you want to keep the baby then here are alternatives for you in order for you to be able to get counseling for you to be able to get um, nutrition, um, financial support. It, it ends right there. If you choose not to have the abortion, then you're pretty much on your own. And to me, you have to have a holistic approach if you want to talk about women's rights. Mm-hmm. You want to be able, as you just said, it. listen, there are situations where women have chosen to have an abortion where they felt that they had no alternative. And that's because society hasn't provided those alternatives. We need to give them more options. We need to make sure that there are ways that these women can have their babies because 99% of them want to have those children. They don't. They know what they're doing. They know what abortion is. At the very least, we can be honest about the procedure. It is killing a child. It is, it's not just a procedure. It is killing a child. So I think, you know, what, uh, to me, um, there has to be better messaging at the very least from conservatives about number one, what abortion is, and number two, what we are offering in, in opposition to that nihilistic choice. Because the most beautiful thing, and I'm not a mother, and I, I, I wish I did have children, but I think to me, the most beautiful and the greatest gift that God has given us as a gender is the ability to create life and nurture life. And I honor that. And I, I, I cannot think of an organization that dishonors women more than Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Amen. You know, I saw that you had tweeted out, I think you have a later, you have a court appearance because, of course, you're an attorney and you actually represent asylum seekers who are legally trying to go through the process of becoming a citizen. And I also, at the same time, I saw that Norristown police in Montgomery County were putting out word, actually warning those in the Hispanic community that, in particular, um, Hispanic individuals working, maybe because they get cash, are being targeted by all of these different burglars. And Mm -hmm. so they're trying to warn, in particular, the Hispanic community. And it made me think of you know, something we've talked about before, and that is with all of these illegal folks coming in, who are, where is a, a wolf in sheep's cloth, you know, comes across the border, where are they going to hide? They're going to hide right. in a community where they blend in. So, in other words, people who are legally here, people who are hardworking individuals, et cetera, are going to be are more likely to be victimized by those coming across the border. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you're absolutely right. There are... 
<laughs> the most vulnerable communities that we have here are the people who are either legal immigrants but who are, you know, working for cash or in 99% of the cases who are here illegally undocumented, who are not committing crimes other than the crime of having crossed the border illegally and who are working. Um, and obviously they all carry cash. Obviously they're all working with cash. Not a lot of them have social security numbers. Not a lot of them can get paid by check. And it's very, very true. They are targets. They are targeted by American citizens. They are targeted by other immigrants. In fact, the victims of immigrants tend to be immigrants themselves. We have something called the U visa, um, which is if you are an immigrant victim of crime and you make a police report, there is a way for you to try and legalize your status as long as you work with um, law enforcement in trying to get this criminal off of the streets and you are diligent in going to court and being a witness. Because a lot of immigrants, a lot of people who are illegally here are afraid to even make police reports because they think they're going to be deported. So the U visa actually actually is very helpful because not only does it help the immigrant, it actually helps keep the community safer because it opens up that, that area of, um, of witnesses and people who will, will, you know, claim the crimes. But it is, it's, it's truly sad that we have groups of people who are vulnerable and the police actually have to tell them, watch out, because we do have a porous border and we don't know who is coming over. And it, I, to, to be really honest, on, I know that a lot of people have been screaming about what Donald Trump said on the campaign stump about how he's going to deport everybody and this and that. And it's a lot of rhetoric. But look at the person who's in office right now, the president right now, mm -hmm. Democrat Joe Biden. We are less safe now than we have been in the past 15 years. And that is due to a complete lack of competence and coherence and cohesiveness and a consistent message on the part of this White House and this executive. It's him. It's them. And so I know that the dogs and whistles are, oh, look at what Donald Trump said. Look at what Donald Trump said. Yeah, I don't like what Donald Trump said. And like, no, that, that's like I reject that message. <laughs> but, but at the same time, I'm like, but that's the dog and the whistle. Don't look at him. Look at the guy who's here right now. Look at what's happening right now. Yeah. Look at I, this I was in the drug it's a mess. I, Exactly. And I was in a drugstore last night, and there were two very shifty-looking people who were walking up and down the um, nail polish aisle behind me. And I'm, uh -oh. looking, I'm like, I don't feel safe. I, don't feel, I got out of there. This is in Center City. <laughs> Nails are undone, but you're safe. All right. Until next time. <laughs> until, you, until next time, my friend. Christine Flowers, you're the best. Thank you. I love you. Bye -bye. <laughs> I love you back. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.